I said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Last Wednesday, I began talking to us about God's kingdom economic program. And it's important that I communicate in that light. Hallelujah. Let me share some thoughts with you. Today, I was studying and while I was listening to a message, studying the word, because when I listen to a message, I open my Bible, pause the message, follow the Holy Spirit. And I knew that I was hearing from the Lord and I know how to distinguish if it's Jesus that is speaking or the Holy Spirit. The first question he asked was, can God pay the bills? If you believe he can, then make your move. Then he started talking to me. There's some I want to get across to you. He said, leave by the word alone. Don't let your body dominate you. Don't let your feelings dominate you. Leave by the word only. The word is truth. The word is final. Don't let Satan dominate your body. You are healed. You are well. You are strong. Act like it. Talk like it. Stop acting weak. Stop talking weak. Act like my man. My power and my ability are, are within you to make you strong. Don't tolerate weakness. Act strong. Amen. Then he said, God's word is more real than your circumstance. Every time you act contrary to the circumstance, based on the word of God, you reinforce and strengthen your faith. That means if these are negative circumstances, maybe my body is feeling weak from not sleeping much. And instead of saying, oh, my, my body is weak. No, I should say I'm strong. So as I act contrary to the circumstance, in line with the word of God, he said, you reinforce and strengthen your faith. Every time you act contrary to the word, you get weaker. Whenever you act contrary to the circumstance, in order to act in line with God's word, you get stronger. Just do the word, no matter how you feel. Refuse to speak contrary to the word. Refuse to think contrary to the word. Refuse to act contrary to the word. Siding with the word, no matter the circumstance. God's word is enough. Don't look for another sign. Those who trust my word above circumstances are exalting me. Did you hear that? He said, those who trust my word above circumstances are exalting me. Whenever you take a stand on my word instead of your circumstance, you exalted me. Stay with the word. Be stable. Let God's word be the final authority. Not feelings, not opinions, not circumstances. Can I get an amen? Let's look into our word for today. Proverbs 18 verse 16. It says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. We learned from the Lord that the month of May was our month of laughter. And the month of June is our month of what? Enlargement. Thank you. Watch this. It says, a man's gift. Say gift. Say it again. Say gift. The word is matan. It means a present. A gift. An offering or reward. A present, a gift, an offering or reward. I remember in my early days in the Lord, people used to think this was talent. And I used to tell them, I said, that's not what it means. I've checked it in the Hebrew. And for a long while, I never preached it. But what most people think is that your gift, your talent, you know, is what makes room for you. There's some sense in that. But that's not what the Bible is saying. It says, a man's offering. Make it room for him. The word is Rahab. It says, enlarges him. See? 
And a lot of people want to move from one level of finances to the other and they never give. And so long as you don't give, you remain where you are. The struggle continues. As a ministry, we don't struggle for money financially because we are givers. I told you this year our first fruit was one million naira and we gave it. Actually, it was 800 plus. Last year, we gave about 920. I said, no, no, let, let, let's just give it all. Let's give one million to the Lord. It says, a man's gift maketh room for him. See, giving gives you space. It says, maketh room, enlarges him. And a lot of people... They don't know this. They remain in one level of giving and keep getting that level of results. It says a man's gift is matan. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. From the root word natan, which means to give. It says makes room for him. Say makes room for him. Yeah, if, if life is tight for you, uh, I can trust that you're giving. See, I can trust that you're giving. And as a church, we've not really taught God's people to give. I remember I told you some time ago about Kennedy Higgin, the first church a pastor, he never taught on giving. And as he got older in ministry, I said, learning about giving, Jesus appeared to him. And the Lord Jesus spoke to him and said, The first church you pastored, I could not bless them. And I could not move in power amongst them because you didn't teach them to give. Then he said, You have to go and apologize to the church and teach them about giving. Now, when he was doing that, he never thought on giving. He felt, you know, you feel you're the most, you have the greatest integrity more than anyone else. And, you know, you, you have this reputation see but god rebuked him so he said i cannot just go to the church and teach on giving you have to make a way in the same week the pastor of the church called him and said i heard that when you were here you were a very good teacher if you could come here and have a meeting for us you know they used to call it revivals they can come and have a revival for us and um you, if you will come and he said i will come and he came there he apologized to the church and taught them Because many of God's people have remained in the same place for many years. It says a mass offering, make it room, Rahab, to broaden, to enlarge for him. So you're responsible for where you are. You can't blame anyone else and say, so and so is my father. Uh -uh. It says a man's gift, make it room for him. Think about it. And I made up my mind when I discovered truth like this to become a giver. See? To become a giver and to give with value. Because the Lord taught me that whatever you give is the estimate of your value of the person you give to. So I learned not to give cheap, not to give things I don't need that are useless. And that's the way some people gave. A man's gift. Make it room for him. Gives him space. Look at the space we have. I got an SMS yesterday from someone in South Africa. And he said, I'm an addict to your, pro to your program. I live and work in, in South Africa. Is a Nigerian, Francis Obi. Think about it. Space. Tell someone it's space. Ask me, do you need some space? Yeah. The word Rahab means to broaden, to make room, to make wide. 
so if life is tight you never have enough you always you know someone say i have financial constraints make room a man's gift make it room for him gives him space think about it a lot of people are waiting god 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 i father i pray in the name of jesus i pray now look at this young man he brought his first fruit he said i want to be the best in my profession you think god takes that lightly he had just made room for himself by the grace of god we have the account number of bishop david Uedipo. makes room for him a man's gift a man's offering it says it enlarges the space of that individual this space i can see any man of god in this country we got a call from an sms from abuja and the the pastor was saying i want i need your account details want to be i don't like giving account details because i i maybe i should start doing it maybe i'm over righteous maybe i should start doing like you want to sow it's up to you so but think about it space tell somebody space tell the person you need some space yeah you need some space a man's gift makes room enlarges him makes things wide for him i'm experiencing financial constraint your offering today is the offering you were giving when you were 16 years old and you expect space you expect space hallelujah i remember when winning chapel bought their jet i may be wrong in the exact amount but it's about 250 million naira or dollars either of the two that jet that he just bought and he said it was after we sowed a seed that god instructed us to sow a seed he said that after we did that there was enough money to buy the plane that was not in our budget as they gave there was space tell somebody space tell someone you need some space yeah you need some space life has been tied for you it says a man's gift make it room for him every child of mine gives a thousand naira for an offering not because it is easy but i want them to start creating space for themselves very early in life a man's gift is offerings is matan m-a-t-a-n make it room for him space love's result is better than the other time the average of our score is 94. the average of alex's score is 94.1 a man's gift make get room for him i remember a lady here she gave her first fruit last year and her daughter was able to break through something they've been believing for and i didn't hear this from myself somebody told me that she told him and said um she gave her first fruit and this will happen to her daughter that she could pass that exam that he'd been believing for for a long time tell somebody space tell someone else space tell them you need some space yeah you need some space it's making room you you, you cannot move you it's just a man's gift make it room for him when abraham gave up isaac 
in Genesis 22 from verse 1 to 18. And he offered Isaac. The Lord said, Now I know that thou fearest me. Then he said, In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. Then he said, Your seed shall be like the stars of the sky and the sand on the seashore. In other words, God says, I have given you space. It's not just going to be like the stars, but even the sand. You can count the stars. The sand, you can count the stars. Tell somebody space. You need space. Ellie is here. We got some money. We got some in dollars. And we, we wanted to give to the Lord. And I told my wife, I said, I've noticed that maybe towards the end of the month, the money kind of runs out. And I said, we need to give. And I said, I have one million and some dollars. And we got out the one million, we got out the dollars, and went to the secret place where I meet with God, and we gave it to him. And ever since then, when a month comes to an end, there's all this money. I don't know who does this, but somebody sends 10,000 Naira credit to my phone every month. Tell somebody space. I mean, if you can remember, if you're close to me, when I used to say my phone has no credit. If you can remember, put your hand up. Okay, some of you can remember. But not anymore. Not anymore. I didn't do that so I can have credit on my phone. I did that because I needed some space in my finances. And God remembered my phone. The guy started with four or five. If, I don't know how the person knows the credit is running out. I was talking to someone that works in NTN. And I said, it's as though the individual monitors me. I don't know how, they, how he knows. But it's always coming. And 10,000, uh, before you know it, just recently the person paid in. And then my phone, I said, yesterday I had over 11,000 Naira credit. You need some space. You're worrying about this financial problem. You're worrying about this financial problem. You're worrying about credit. You even call people and say, please, buy credit in my phone. You need space. Tell someone you need space. Yeah. Your one room, your one room is so tight now. You need space. And he says, a man's gift, make it room for him. You're responsible for where you are. It may get room, room for him. Think about it. So a lot of times, I, I give. And someone will just look at it. Maybe he, he, he just, he likes giving big money. No, 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 no. I know that I'm making space. So in life, there are some things I will never need to pay for. Oh, pastor, this is for your iPad. Recharge. Pastor, this is for this. You need space. A lot of times people don't know that they are the ones restraining themselves. I mean, things are tight now. This is how it used to be like this. Now, a man's gift does what? Make it room for him. All the witches are boxing me in. They are really fighting hard. <laughs> your acanchiness. Yeah, those of you who could watch this in South Africa, accounting means tight-handedness. See, space. I'm talking to the world. Some of you are unaware, we are working on getting on God TV, Kingdom Africa, and Kingdom Life Network all at the same time. Now, space. Because I don't want to put you under pressure that we need money. I need to make some space. Recently, someone from Ibadan paid some money into my account. I didn't beg for it. I didn't solicit for it. She goes on and says, well, what's pastor's account? Space. Things are tight. I know who made it tight. Who? Huh? Uh -huh. let's read it again it says a man's gift maketh room for him for who for who 
so it's a personal matter making room for him so this person is making progress because there's space and this other one is saying see the way god is blessing that one and he's not blessed so these are tight here see things are just opening up no a man's gift make it room for him hallelujah and bring it him ha. and bring it him how talk to me now and bring it him how oh boy let me read it to you from the strongs it's naha bring it it's naha it means to guide to transport mm. it says my giving transports me to where great men are a man's gift make a room create space for him why so that he can move to where great men are a man's gift one of the largest churches of Delta state sent an invitation this month it was the last month for their youth conference in august they are booking down <laughs> Come on now, give God praise. They are booking down. That space. A man's gift. Make it room for him. I remember the LeBlanc family. And the musical career was very, very um, difficult at the time. And the Lord rebuked them. That he should start sowing into the lives of those who seem to represent where they want to go in ministry. And the man started sowing into those who fed him spiritually, who built his life for the word. And right now, Joyce Mayer's praise and worship is being done by that, that family, the man and his wife. They knew Joyce Meyer, but God never spoke to Joyce that he should be the one leading praise and worship. They had the gift. But now, Joyce Meyer, even Andrew Womack, and this couple come out and sing. What happened? Their gift made room for them. God spoke to Joyce Meyer. They were having lunch and said, from now, these people should start taking praise and worship in your meeting a man's gift they had suffered they could sing very well but the road did not open that's why i tell myself as i don't struggle i don't struggle because i understand what the word of god says it says a man's gift say a man's gift make that room for him space so because if the place is that you can't move forward much you're just in one place you keep on going back and forth uh -uh. you want to move you space you're moving you're moving you're moving space someone just told me that the sector commander of federal safety commission wants to see me space A man's gift maketh room for him. For him. Not for others. For him. It's a personal matter. Now some people expect other people to, to do the sewing and say, and no, 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 no. Your gift will make room for you. Think about it. Think about it. A man's gift. I told you some time ago, I got a call from a politician. He said he's a politician from a do state, and he listened to us. Possibly he picked up the signal in Delta State because he said he wasn't worried. They needed an account to pay money into. You know, I told you, I said I've been over righteous. I don't send anybody an account. But think about it. A man's gift make it room for him, space. 
I've been rejecting money and I just told us I have to repent and say, okay, this is the account paid in there. Space. You need some space. Things are tight. Things are tough. You've been praying, 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 praying. You need some space. A lot of God's children need some space. And they've remained in one place for a long time. They blamed witches and wizards. They blamed their parents that did not do well, raise them up properly. They blamed whoever they want to blame. It is a man's gift. Make it room for him. It is a your parents giving. Yes, that has its place. Where God said, I will bless Isaac for Abraham's sake. Then told Isaac said, if you obey me, I will bless you for Abraham's sake. In other words, you will, you will provoke the blessing by your own obedience. A man's gift. Make it room for him. And now has him. Brings him. Now God transports him. To where great men are. A man's gift. A man's gift. I remember when Bishop Oedipo went to see Papa Idahosa, God spoke to him and he said, I don't want to go. I've heard too many bad things about the man. And the Lord spoke to me, he's my servant. Go. So he went there with 30,000 naira. When 30,000 naira was, was money. He said when he got there, Papa said, pour that money on the ground. So he took the money and poured it on the ground. He said, begin to match it. We are not matching money. Say, in your life, that's how you will match money. They have about three universities now that they are building without raising funds. He's giving. Give him space. Papa said what it took him 35 years to accomplish. Bishop Wadiko did it in 10 years. Space. Tell someone you need Space. You need space. God spoke to you. Sow the seed. <laughs> you say, if I release this money, things will be tight. I did not tight enough. Are they not tight enough? I, 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 I was talking to our brethren. I said, every three months, we pay 2.85 million for radio and TV broadcast. By the time you add these other ones that we're doing now, that will lead to about Maybe about six million and there about three. Yeah, about six million. Every three months. And I don't put you under pressure to give. Because I understand if I make space by giving, money will come in. Money will come in. A man's gift. We don't owe any station. We don't owe any station. Big ministries owe stations. We don't owe anybody. A man's gift. Make it room for him. And Nahaz him. It guides him. It transports him to where great men are. Is this where you want to end? Is this where you want to end? You're holding on to the money. Is this where you want to end? Let me, let me get done with this. Then I'll show you something from the New Testament that, that will stir you up. Hallelujah. The word Naha also means to lead forth. To lead forth. Think about it. So it brings him before great men. Let me read some translations to you and I'll take it to the New Testament. Because when you understand the import of giving, nobody, it says a gift gets attention. 
it buys the attention of eminent people when they were given in the temple jesus sat at the treasure chest and they were given and a widow came and gave two mites he got the attention of jesus and jesus said everybody gave out of their abundance but this widow has given more than them all because she gave her all a man's gift make it room for him and bring nahas and transports him to where great people are a man's gift i told you what i heard that um one of the founders of a ministry with headquarters in Podako, they have a branch in Bayelsa, said that he listens to me every day. And he's in Podako. Every day. I called his name before in church. I don't want to do that now. I respect man. Every day. It says a man's gift gives him space. So that that individual will get the attention of eminent people. He told me recently about someone in the state, one of the most influential men in this state. He said there are three men responsible for his success, for where he is today. He said, Pastor David Ebiome, Pastor Sam Adeyemi, and Pastor David Walifeso. Bring it him before great men. A man's gift. I'm not the only one on radio. I'm not the only one on TV. People put off their DSTV and turn over to NDTV, local television, because I'm talking. A man's gift. Make it room for him and bring it him before great men. Your business is not moving forward. You're still there. A man's gift. A man's gift. I told you about Latona. Who gave to the point that he was given 90% of his income. And he was one of the wealthiest Americans. What about Peter J. Daniels? He said he made up his mind to be the one that would give the highest money in the history of the body of Christ. He's the richest man in Australia. He's richer than unbelievers. He's richer than unbelievers. But in Nigeria, unbelievers are richer than Christians. Because we give the least to keep the most. And God says, since you are greedy, I can't put much in your hand. is richer than on a brick layer a brick layer he was a brick layer that did not go to school he was a dunce at 26 was when he got saved and started learning how to read and that man right now is for not right now for a long time has been the richest man in australia for a long time he said i made up my, to give the biggest in the history of the church another boy is coming <laughs> Ah, yeah, I'm coming. See? When I heard Pastor Iadeboe said in his church he gives the biggest offering, I was like, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to give. That way, I'm going to give because that man, they got redeemed almost everywhere in the world. see they got renamed everywhere say so I'm, I'm gonna give from my heart not to manipulate god but because i love him and i want to make room for the work but you're holding on to your last dime so even if i'm dying and they bury me i'll hold the money like this nothing no shaky There's a man that was sick 
in Yenegua. And he was in a hospital. His children were spending money on him. Then the flood came. And he had buried money in his house. So the man told his children, please, he had been acting as though he did not have money. There's money in the house that I buried. Was it millions, right? A lot of money. Uh-huh. And can you imagine? <laughs> he was keeping the money. If he died, that money would have been lost. Flood came to open up the money. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, a man's gift. Mm. Let me read this one to you. The whole man Christian standard Bible. A gift opens doors for a man. It says a gift opens doors. It's an offering. It says opens doors for a man. You are, you are the definition of Akanchi. Say me nothing. I read church like this. I look for my ten naira. Nothing. See the other day I just brought it. I saw for five hundred. Quick, quick! I threw it back. Look for my money. Nobody will eat my money. Who wants to eat your money? Didn't you hear when I came out of school with 4.31 GPA? I had a job, two jobs, three jobs before I left school. One, I had to work with an auditing firm. And my start-off salary in 2001 was supposed to be 70,000 naira. One was with Benson Nelson University. Another one was, yeah, two were from Benson Nelson. One from the accounting department, one from the chapel. And the president of our university, Reverend Feb Idahosa, met me and said, we will sack the chaplain and put you there. I said, I have a vision. It wasn't money that was driving me. So nobody is preaching this for your money. He told me to preach this. And every auditing round, according to who the man also being my, my boss, so every auditing round you go for one hour, they pay you ten thousand naira. That's two thousand and one. So you can imagine if in two thousand and one you're earning seventy thousand and you go there for your audit rounds, ten thousand per hour. Apart from your salary, you can imagine how much I'll be earning then. Now you're earning 100000 How much would my money be? So I'm not looking for your money. It says, a gift opens doors for a man. There are some doors that are shut. You know this is God's plan for your life, but it's so difficult to go through. A gift opens doors for a man. I remember the woman's story said he heard a minister trying to get on several stations and he knew that he needed to, 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 to get on stations later. He said we made up our mind to start giving a particular amount to that ministry every month because of what we wanted to come in so we can realize our own vision. A man's gift says opens doors for him. Home and Christian Standard Bible. A gift opens door for a man. It opens the door. You've tried to go through that door. It's not opening. It says a gift can open that door. A gift. Hold on to your money. Hold it tight. Put a padlock on your wallet. Lock it. We'll be part of those praying for you. Father, open the door. In the name of Jesus, open, 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 open. You'll be saying, Amen, Amen, open, Amen, open, open, oh, open, oh, open, Amen. Oh. <laughs> you release an album at the end of the day. A gift opens doors, plural, for a man. And brings him before great. It opens the door. Tell someone you need some space. Yeah, you, you, need, you need some space. You need some space. Because a lot of folks here need space. Oh boy, I love this one. This is the basic Bible 
um, basic English Bible or something, BBE. It says, a man's offering makes room for him, letting him come before great men. It says, a man's offering makes room for letting him come before great men. Letting him. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Are you learning something today? So you're offering now, you, don't, you now know that offering is not a joke. Hmm? You, you, don't, you don't joke with it and say, ah, I'll just look for. And that's the way we were brought up in our early days before my father had more light. You know, when you want to go for service, you look for 2020 Naira. You can remember those days? And they'll give all of us more, more money. And my father resigned from Shell. They paid him off. Because the way their policy works, it seemed to like they pay you to when you retire. They'll give you your salary and give you more lump sum. And he had a lot of money and he sold and he sold and he sold. And I was wondering, Daddy, you, you seem to be giving so much. And God spoke to me to go and tell my father that Shell will call him back. Now, they paid him off. He has created the money for what he ever worked for, gratuities and all those things. They paid him everything. He resigned. And he said, I can't go. I've collected your money. He collected in the millions. I said, I've collected the money and I can't go back. I said, God told me you will go back. Your Shell will call you back. I want you to see God. My father got his job with Shell February 1979. I can't remember the exact date. But in his own words, he said, on the exact day that he left Shell in 1979, it was the exact day they sent someone from Shell to come and tell him to come and walk again. A man's gift. The man has resigned that he's not working with you. You have paid him off. All the benefits you give him, everything. You see, send them to go and look for him again, to come back again, to collect money again. So he has left Shell twice has gone to the village a man's gift make it room for him he resigned you know what it means to resign he resigned that he's not working with them again that he's going a, two years he was at home he was planning to go to the village and I said daddy Shell will call you back he said no I've collected my money they can't call me back but he forgot the, the, the seed he gave to his church was speaking a man's gift make it room for him a man's gift make it room for him and bring it him before great man i just hope this message is sinking to your spirit and changing your thinking all those who have the idea that, oh, oh, let me read the New International Version. I think you should have in your projector, NIV. Okay, look at this. It says, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. It says, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great it ushers him it opens the way think about it when our month of enlargement and it's important i let you know that there's going to be an enlargement you have a role to feel it's not magic it's not magic. The, the measure of enlargement you experience is up to you. See? It's up to you. The Bible says, with the same measure which ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. With the same measure. Luke chapter 6, quickly. This one of the most quiet messages. Last week we were shouting, Amen. This one, there's no shout in this service today. Luke 
6.38 Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. And running over. Shall man give into your bosom. For the same measure that you meet withal. It shall be measured to you again. In other words. You decide your harvest. The same measure which you meet, it shall be measured to you again. Look at all the great singers God is bringing to our church. Singers, the best drummer in the cities in our church, the best keyboardist in our church. Just think about why a man's gift maketh room for him. Think about it. Now, if there's a problem I have, it's giving. And now God restrains me because every opportunity I want to sow, I want to sow into the life of this man. I want to cool down, cool down, boy, cool down. God, I know this thing works. Too late for anyone to tell me it doesn't work. Too late. Think about it. It says, give. And it shall be given unto you. In other words, if you don't give, it shall not be given unto you. So if you're not receiving, it's because you're not giving. It says good measure. In other words, what you sowed, you will get it back. Then it says press down more than what you sowed. Shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. This is shall men. This is shall believers. Shall men, including unbelievers. A pastor shared a testimony. They were believing God for about a property, about a million. And um, it would take a million dollars to build the um, gymnasium. And they sowed the seed. And an unbeliever, an unbeliever came to them and said, I'm going to give you the one million dollars to build the gymnasium you need for the youth in your church. Shall men, it is a shall believers, shall men, it is a Christians, shall men, it is a shall, shall pastors, shall men give into your bosom. Or Roberts was believing for, he came to pastor a church while he was pastoring, and the house, he was squatting with a member of the church. I know it's difficult for two women to own a kitchen. And the woman was getting edgy. The woman that was in their house was getting edgy that. Because this one has to cook for her husband and this one. So it, it was becoming uncomfortable. And Robert's wife, Evelyn, came to him and said, If you don't do anything about this house, I'm leaving. I'm going back to my parents with the children. And Oro got to the service that day and said, We need a pastorium. We need to build, rent a pastorium, build a pastorium for the pastor of the church. And the church members were looking at him. So he said, I'll give first. I'll give my one week salary. So, the, the church people looked at him, pastor gave, and he went home that night. So, the wife asked him, what happened in church today? You know, you tried to dance around and around. I said, then what about our money? <laughs> he said, I gave it. Huh? In this situation, he still gave the money. At 4 a.m. in the morning, one of the members of the church that had been a farmer, he had invested in the stock market. And when the stock market crashed, he lost a lot of money. But he had some money he had buried in his farm. 4 a.m. There was a knock on the door. So he ran to the door and like, can I help you? And the man said, I've had some money stashed on the ground and I brought the money because I, I'm, I've been a farmer. I know that seed works. That when I plant a seed, I will have a harvest. I have brought to you $400. You know, this was those days. $400 for the church um, pastorium that you want to build. Here it is. When he took that risk, it was in a tight place. But when he released the seed, it released, it made room for him, for him and his house, for him and his wife to have a better place. And he didn't lose his wife. A man's gift maketh room. You are, you are there. You'll be squatting, 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 and you hate the squatting. God will talk to you. And you will obey and release it. See, that's why I love to give to the gospel. I love to give to the gospel. 
I love to sow into the life of men of God who have blessed my life. And God says, sow this into someone's so life. I don't hesitate. I don't hesitate. I told you there was a time in our, in, in our lives last year, we're giving 500,000 every month to a particular ministry. I was making room. I was making room. I was making room. Now, it might look like, oh, you go to my house, the chairs are, are not so beautiful and grand like the chairs you may have in your house, or the curtains are so old. It's for a time. There's a harvest coming. It works. Because I saw my father move from nothing and had one of the best men that makes even sometimes shells furniture make the furniture of a house. So I know it works. I've seen it before my eyes. God on Lindsay came to his wife. They needed a Bible school. And he told his wife, we will have to sell our house and find a place to live in so that we can start the Bible school. The wife went to the Lord and the Lord convinced her it was the right thing to do. And she said, okay, I'm giving up my house for the gospel's sake. So they gave up their house, went to a smaller place. They had an architect in their church. And the architect came to her and said, God spoke to me to build the house of your choice at no expense to you. She gave up her house, the little house they were living in, for the gospel. And the Bible says, whatever you give up for the gospel's sake, it says you receive it a hundredfold. Those of you who are involved with the TV broadcast, sowing to the TV broadcast, sowing to the radio broadcast, sowing to the work of the ministry, sowing to the life of your man of God, there is a harvest. When it comes, you'll be humbled. I'm telling you, you'll be humbled. I'm humbled with the blessings I see. A brand new car? Come on now. Not a second hand, first grade. No, a brand new car? Not just a brand new car, 2013 version? It works. A ministry whose income, total income, tithes, offerings, vows, everything, my, my tithes, everything, 15,300. Then every quarter, we can pay 2.85 million without shaking. Without forcing any member. Without pulling anybody's shoes. A man's gift. Make it room for him. And ushers him. To the presence of the great. Think about it. There are many things I could say about this. But this is what I leave. This is what I leave. This is what I leave. There are so many things I could say tonight. Just when you think about it, to think about it, it says a man's gift make it room for him. Give us Luke chapter sixteen. Let's close Luke sixteen. Let me close with this. Has, has this helped anybody tonight? All right. Luke sixteen. I want to read from verse ten. It says, he that is faithful in that which is least. What is least? It's talking about money. Is faithful also in much. He that is unjust in the least is unjust also in the much. You know, a lot of people say, Father, if you give me, if you give me one million, I will start tightening. I'm telling you. Uh-uh. If you're not faithful in little, you can't be faithful in much. I tithe religiously. During Joshua's birthday, he got some money. The mother didn't tithe, trying to hurry up and get some things for the birthday. That's the period his mouth was burnt. 
Why? The devourer was not rebuked. Someone sent money to the boy. It was used for the birthday. No time was removed. So someone sent money to your child. Remove a tithe. I told the mother, I said, every dime that comes, we must remove the tithe. Because I was like, Lord, I'm walking in the word. I'm doing everything right. This is what you said. Why? That impacted in my spirit. I said, did you tie out with such money? She said, no. So the devourer was not rebuked. Some of you, the devourer is coming so close to your life. You still don't want to tithe. If you're smart. If you're smart. I hate to see you cry. That mark on the boy's mouth during that period marked my mind forever. I know I don't touch my time. And I know the mother will never touch the children's time. So God is asking to give the tithe or the offering for your own good. See, I told you about the pastor that he came to me and said twice his wife has been pregnant and it has been flushed. And whenever they flush the child, they find out that they are twins. They tell them, okay, the child is dead. And when they've done everything, they find out the children were alive. And he was asking me, I don't know why these things are happening to me. I started a business, my car knocked down. Why? I said, sir, do you tithe? He said, no, I don't. I said, really? He said, better start tithing. His wife has given birth. His wife has given birth. See? The devourer is there pushing you and, and hedging you in, and hedging you in, and you're tithing small, and you don't tithe small. And I told I said, you better start tithing. Was looking at me. I said, "We tithe." I said, "Our ministry tithes. I tithe." I told you of the minister that came to Bishop Wiriko and said, "God is blessing this ministry so much. The great things people are doing. The properties you are buying. You know, they just gave him there. I think um, over one thousand um, kilometers. Um, the, the, the fence of the land was over one thousand kilometers. A gift from somebody." And he, the man was like, I really want to see these things in my life. Please tell me what you do. He said, I don't want to tell you. You will not like it. The man said, please tell me. Tell me. He said, I don't want to tell you. He said, please tell me. I want to know. He said, okay, I tithe. The ministry tithes. The man just put his head down. He said, I told you, you will not like it. So you see something happen to a pastor. say, ha! And he was a pastor. Does he tithe? Does it tithe? Americans told us, no, your church doesn't need to tithe. And I said, look at the one the church tithes is richer than their own. They are asking him now, how is he doing it? I said, it shows that the word of God works. Not American principle. Because American ministry is on tithe. So now they saw his ministry rising high. They're asking him, how do you do it? Keep eating your tithe. In fact, stop paying it from today. It's up to you. Now, some of you, your, your tithe, this is for someone here, the Spirit of God is leaving me. Your tithe is what you choose to pay. You say, I'm going to give 2,000 as tithe. And you give, to, your salary is 100,000. Your tithe is 2,000. So that means you tithe it from 20,000. The rest are open to the devourer. You're looking at me as I'm looking at you. You know who you are. This is a very quiet church today. Nobody's saying amen. Nobody's saying, Pastor, I'm with you. No, nothing like that. I finish quick. <laughs> finish, finish quick. Last, last week when I was said, God is a man. Oh! This one, oh my God, my God, this message is too hot. Ha. 
I'm helping you. Amen. Verse 11. If therefore you've not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon who will commit to your trust. Watch this. The true riches. Kenny Higgins said he saw a pastor and invited him to preach in his church. And um, the Lord told him to give a week's salary to the man from his own salary. And add to whatever the raise in the service. And the devil said if you give him a week's salary from your money, you will roast. And he said, devil if you speak again, I'll give him two weeks salary. The devil said, okay, no problem. You know, he cooled down. He gave that money. It happened twice in his life. And one day they went to pray for a lady. And the lady was uh, paralyzed or, yeah, paralyzed. Was just lying down. And they call it invalid. Couldn't move. And while we were praying, the Lord said, speak to her that she should rise. And he spoke to her and she rose. And the Lord spoke to him, if you had not obeyed me, when I told you to give that money, you would never have seen this miracle. When, when I read that from the book, you know, like Ken Hagel say, I heard a thousand voices. Or T.L. Osman writer, I heard a thousand voices. I began to put together all the ministries that have miracles. And I noticed that they were all givers. Find a ministry that a pastor works in the miraculous. He's a giver. Apostle Paul, he says, we were zealous to give to the poor. He said, because the Lord said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. He said, we're zealous to give. Apostle Paul, God wrote special miracles by the hands of Paul. Think about it. What of Jesus? When Peter was going to, sorry, when Judas was going to betray him, the Bible says they thought he was going to give to the poor or make preparation for the feast. Because Jesus was a giver. And what miracles Jesus saw. What of Pastor David Wallifesser? So why does he see such miracles? He says, if, you, if you're not unfaithful in the unrighteous mama, who will commit to your trust? Notice this. The true riches. It costs money on righteous mama. They spoke about the true riches. The true riches. Favor such that you enter anywhere, anywhere. It opens up to you. Anywhere. It opens up to you. Think about it. Think about it. And if you've not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? I've learned that whenever I withhold from giving to someone God told me to give to, something is withheld from me. Every time I withhold from someone what God said I should give to him, something is withheld from me. That's why if God tells me to give anything, I don't care. My wife got a Rolex worth one million naira. And when she got it, the Lord said she should give it to somebody. And we took it, we could have gone to sell it. And gave it to someone. And we told the person, don't you ever mention how much this thing is worth to anybody. Because these are the last days. I said, I'm telling you what it's worth. So you can know the value of the gift that has been given to you. One million naira. 
Somebody came and gave it to my wife. One million naira. And God said, it's for somebody else. Someone says, it's not for anybody. It's for me. Then you wore it. While you were moving one day, it just fell in your hand and the glass cracked. He says, which is the devourer? He says, if you've not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? There are many things you could have gotten, but because when God spoke to you to give to that person, you held it back. Many things you were praying for have been held back for a bit. Many things you've been praying for have been held back. You know it. You know, I, don't, I should have this thing. I don't know why I don't. No, you can't have it. You've not been faithful in that which another man said, who will give you that? Notice, who will give you that which is your own? It is yours, but you cannot have it. You are claiming it, it is not coming. You are praying for it, it is not. You are fasting, it is not coming. He said, you're not faithful in another man's. That's what I tell myself. If God tells me to pull my suit and give to you, I just said, you follow me home. That's why I told people, follow me home. Come and take my shoes, yours. And I give them my shoes. If I had a regret in my life, is that this kind of message was not taught to me early enough. I learned it late. If I had a regret in my life, is that this message I didn't hear it early. I learned it later in life. Because then when my father gives, it used to pain me as a young boy. That why would my father be giving this kind of money out? If I'd learned it earlier, I'd have been building my life earlier. Bow your heads in Jesus' name. Remember the word for tonight. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Says it opens the way and ushers him to the presence of the great. Think about it. Is this where you want to end up in life? Is this where you want to end up in life? Is this where you want to end up in life?